brought to you by NoDirectionPodcast.com, Roll20.net, and our patrons at Patreon.com slash NoDirection. This is Adventurous. Everybody, I am your game master, Crystal Fraser. Should we roll initiative for introductions? <laughs> that's a good, that's a good call. Are we adding our characters bonus? No, add your bonus. Straight seventeen. I don't know what my initiative bonus is. Wow, six. Straight I rolled a rolls. four. <laughs> so seventeen is that the highest? Yes, I think so. I'm Ryan Costello. People that know the No Direction Network know me. I'm in charge of the network, but it wouldn't be possible without Param. Well, I'm playing Xavier Saver, but if you have trouble with that, you can always just call me XS. I was training to be a dragon diplomat, following in my grandmother's footsteps, but then the dragon slayers, they put me out of a job. And so now I am practicing that dragon wit that I learned. Uh, it is long form, so dragons appreciate it. Some people think it's uh, a little strange. I'm sure I will make plenty of friends. I got a 10 on the initiative. Go for it. It's me. I am Lauren. I am also a part of the No Direction Network. You can read my blog, Dear Dovaquin, where I answer advice questions and I do my best to not be terrible at it. I am going to be playing Lily Campbell. I was just a farm girl sent to the big city to learn the trades of alchemy and Tal'Doran law. I'm just going to try and solve mysteries and not poison everyone that I meet. It should be fun. <laughs> And I am an expert at baked goods. You will find my confectionaries to be the best in the land. That, that, that sounds totally non-threatening. <laughs> Not at all. Kathy, I think you were up with a seven? I've got a six, but yeah, sure. I'm Kathy Dolan. Maybe some of you might have heard me on Geeks Together. I'm going to be playing Karak Sana. I grew up, split my time between uh, the big city and my half-orc tribe back home. Well, most of us are half-orcs. There are some orcs in there. My mom's a, a human. She's a barbarian. She'll, you know, beat you down if she needs to. I love hanging out in taverns, talking to people. I'm a real people person. And uh, actually, my buddy Xavier introduced me to Caden Kalian, and that completely changed my life. I am all about Caden, and I just love to spread the word. Param, I think you were next. All right. I am Param. You might know me from other podcasts on this network, such as No Direction, No Direction Beyond, No Direction Adventurous, and the upcoming RPG Design Club. I also run the tech end of the network and make sure that the website does not explode. Today, I will be playing Glanville Placid Humphrey Allencroft, of the um, Allencroft family, of course, <laughs> the Western Holdings. Yes, you see. Yes, you see. Um, I am a gentleman, scholar, confirmed bachelor, and published author, of course, of the theories of the transmutation's influence on the local fauna of the North Forest regions. It's, it's a fantastic 800-page read. I did desperately hope that you've given it or you've of course heard of me i am currently trying to do my better part for all of taldorian glory 
as I continue my bid to join the Senate. And Ari. Hey, my name is Ari McGillivray. You may know me from previous episodes of No Direction or my podcast, The Sexiest Podcast, or maybe Played for Honor. I wrote that. I will be playing Vincenza Woodmass, a young and naive human paladin from the outskirts of Taldor. She has grown up with her family telling her that they used to be very affluent. They used to be a big name back in the day. So she always kind of has this uh, noble streak that she's just trying to find. She really likes what's happening currently in the political climate. And she is just very excited to help however she can. As long as however she can is lawful and good and no lying or being weird or creepy. Oh, I've got some bad news for you about this campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this wasn't the don't lie and help someone in the nicest way possible campaign? No, no, this is absolutely the fixing things with lies campaign. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, someone has to be picked last at every dodgeball match. For those who don't know me, I am Crystal Frazier. I'm an author, illustrator, graphic designer. I work for Paizo Publishing on Pathfinder, including War for the Crown. I also work for Green Ronin on the upcoming World of Lazarus RPG and Mutants and Masterminds. Welcome on board, everybody. The sun is dawning on a beautiful day in the ancient empire of Taldor. Ari brought up the exciting political developments in Taldor. What she is referring to, of course, are the the whispers that after 10, 15, maybe 20 years now of intense politicking, it sounds like the Talden Senate is preparing to overturn the ancient rite of primogeniture, which states that only the firstborn male son of an emperor or the eldest adopted son of an emperor is allowed to inherit the throne. Usually large votes like this are saved for the grand day of exaltation, which is the one day every year that the emperor himself is allowed to elevate a commoner to the status of noble in exchange for great service to the empire. You have all, for whatever reason, traveled to Opara The streets for the week before the Grand Day of Exaltation are crowded and festive. There are are vendors everywhere selling canal crossings and clam guards and jubilee pie and long wine and the smells of food just fill the entire city along with probably the smells of twice the normal population. So what brings each of you to town? You've got to have some political aspirations, or at the very least, some some vague interest, because a minor noblewoman has reached out to you looking for somebody to conduct some errands on her behalf in exchange for tickets to the Exaltation Gala held in the Senate. Well, I live here in my late husband's house. I'm trying to work my way into the detectives of the Oparan Guard. And I've heard that there might be some connections at this soiree I could make. Oh, lots of great political connections to make at this soiree. Param, why are you attending the Senate Gala? I, I'm, I'm very glad that people are interested. See, see, my name is Glenville, Glenville Allencroft, and of course, you should consider Allencroft for the Senate. 
And, and of course, our family will be bring great honor to Taldor, and it is a great time indeed to see so many of of Taldor's and Apara citizens out here to express their enthusiasm for the developments of this great nation, and of course, this fine day which will propel it further into its grand glory. And now, remember, that's Alan Croft. Alan Croft, remember Alan. <laughs> Alan Croft with an A. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> Wonderful. Ari, what about you? Why are you looking to attend the Senate Gala tonight? Well, I'm just very excited to represent my family and to finally come and see the big city where I am told we once had a great house. And I just, I'm very excited at the idea of a commoner being brought up in the ranks. And I mean, you know, it'd be kind of neat if something that I do is able to get the Woodmass family back in a place of honor. I'm just really excited to you know, to see the coronation. I think it's going to be great. I'm just very happy to be here. It seems like it's going to be a very fun time. A point of technicality. It's not technically a coronation. That is crowning the new emperor. This is the exaltation, which is raising a common peasant to the lustrous ranks of nobility. Either way, I'm just really happy to be here. (sighs) Kathy, what about you? Well, you know, my mom comes from here, so I consider this to be my my home at least uh, half of the time. And I'm really excited to see if things are going to change politically because, you know, I mean, not everything is perfect here as much as I love my hometown. But, you know, one big change can bring a lot of other changes. So I'm really interested to see where this is all going to go. And also if I, you know, get to drink with some new friends and make some new friends, that would be perfect. All right, and Ryan, why why do you have any interest in attending this very exclusive senatorial gala? I need a purpose. My life was all spent to talk to dragons that are no longer there. So now I am a talker. This crowd is an audience. Hopefully, with uh, the support of this patron who reached out to me when she heard that my stories were great, I hope to find my place in this world again. This is certainly a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, except, of course, for a man who could be elected to the Senate himself. The Exaltation Gala is one of the most exclusive parties in Taldor. Normally, it is only open to senators and exclusive guests. Given that this woman, Martella Lothied, is not a senator, it's a little curious that she's got five extra tickets to give away, but... At the same time, you hear she's part of, you know, fun little social gossip circles. So no doubt she is, you know, some spoiled child looking to start drama and social intrigue. Ari, I'm going to say that over the last few days, you have run into this woman who is an old friend of your family, or at the very least to your understanding, the Lothids are old friends of the Woodhavens from several generations back. You had thought there was a falling out between your two families, but apparently she's reached out to you and has an interest in, in kindling a friendship and would love to invite you to the senatorial gala. Uh, she needs a few extra ears around the dance floor. She would like you to basically seek out two members of the Senate, uh, Duke Sentimus and Countess Pace. They are both kind of cagey and playing their loyalties very close to their chests. She's really interested in who they're going to vote for tonight, whether they are going to vote in favor of overturning primogeniture or if they intend to maintain it. 
if you just do that one simple thing, not only is Martella happy to give you a ticket to tonight's gala, but she also has 150 gold in walking around money that she is happy to share with you. Oh, that would be lovely. I mean, it seems like an easy job from a kind person, and it's really great that right off the bat, I'm able to interact with people who know my family. Isn't that lovely? It is lovely. Yeah, I I would love to go find these senators and talk to them and find out how they're going to vote. And I assume they're going to vote, you know, the way I think they should, so. I mean, obviously, who wouldn't vote? Who wouldn't vote to move Taldor forward? Taldor's greatest strength has always been expanding itself. That's it. And I mean, who would stop progress? (laughs) Indeed. Let's see. Param. As somebody who is no doubt destined for the Senate, Miss Lothied is eager to support your campaign. She has opted to help you get into the senatorial gala so you can start making contacts and shaking hands. She does need a little bit of assistance, however. I mean, absolutely, of course. Our our whole nation is especially uh, put forward with one favor for another, one citizen looking out for the best interest of another and our common interest together. All right, well, what she really needs from you as a speaker and as a learned gentleman and as a, a man who understands the threat posed by the chaos that could descend on the nation through a, a lack of law and order, there is a fairly well-known baron, Nicholas O'Kara, who comes from one of the, the northern prefectures. He's a He's well-known, a little bit of a celebrity in the jousting circuit, very, very practical gentleman, she just needs somebody to to make a good impression on him and casually, in a very non-threatening way, remind him of debts he owes from the past. Just, just a casual reminder. Oh, of course. One must always uh, live up to the promises of their word. If you can do this, she has a nice 150 gold donation she would like to make to your election campaign. That's a wise investment. Lauren getting into this gala is kind of a coup for somebody who wants to work in law enforcement and especially somebody with such outlandish rumors surrounding her character and integrity I assure you they're all unfounded (laughs) oh obviously clearly that said I mean access to the senatorial gala would truly kickstart your career you'd be able to speak to oh gosh leaders of not just leaders of major organizations but the people who provide the funding to those organizations there is a bit of a trouble she does need somebody who understands the ways of alchemy if you do you know anything about alchemy well i'll just have you know it happened to be my main course of study I received all of the highest marks in a practical application to alchemy in modern Taldor. Oh, but what she really needs is somebody who understands the application of alchemy to cooking. I may have have dabbled in such things. What good fortune! Well, it turns out, it seems that the Lady Lothied is in a bit of a rivalry with her half-brother who has donated a 150-year-old bottle of wine from the family's estate to be opened for the gala. It's sort of an impractical showing of ego. She feels like it doesn't reflect well on the family. She would like you to find the bottle and 
Let's say ensure that when uncorked, it is not of the finest vintage. Obviously, she doesn't want any sign that it's been tampered with. It has to seem like her brother was reaching too far. If this is something you'd be interested in doing, she can not only provide you with a ticket to the gala, but, you know, alchemy supplies are expensive, and so she's willing to give you a budget of 150 gold to cover your needs. I hear that a few batches of this wine work rather sour. I'm sure I wouldn't need to do anything, but if you would like to supply this, I don't think I would be adverse to it. Lovely. Let's see. Ryan. Ah, yes. Not only does the Lady Lothied... Really quick, what are your perform skills? Oratory. Ah, ah, so you're a great speaker. Indeed. That's handy because, well, I mean, a busy woman like Lady Lothied can't be everywhere at once at an event like this. She's not especially welcome around certain members of the nobility, among them the commander of Taldor's military forces, High Strategos Maxilar Pytherius. He's a well-known figure around Taldor. He unofficially rules the city of Zamar down on the border. He's long believed that Taldor has been too soft for too long and that Kadir has been taking advantage of us and we need a, a firm showing of strength to protect our borders. And Martella would like to keep careful track of the things he's saying and doing at this party, you know, in case it jeopardizes any of her family's interests. If you can follow him around discreetly and listen from snippets of conversation from him, she's happy to give you 150 gold to buy impressive new silk shirts for the party. Uh, it sounds like you are looking for someone subtle. Uh, that is not me, but I will practice this new skill you are looking for. I will even button up my shirt today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not every button, clearly. Oh, no, that would be absurd. And, oh, goodness. Kathy. Yes. Let's see. You are, you are quite infamous for your, let's say, non-traditional parentage among certain circles in the city. Your mother left quite the impression. Lady Lothied is aware that you've got some interest in the political rumblings and feels like you would be an exciting and interesting guest to bring to the party. She is curious if you would be interested in encouraging a few senators to partake of your god's gift. Oh. Uh, they are... They seem a little stuffy. They never seem to have fun at these parties. She'd, she'd love it if somebody charismatic with a little bit of local celebrity could... Uh, Impart some wisdom of the grape. That is, that would be my pleasure. I mean, it, it would be horrifying if they were to overindulge and make fools of themselves at this party. Overindulging, but... that's, that's a fallacy. I mean, you know, everyone just wants to have a good time. But uh, yes, uh, Senator Vort in particular, she is interested in ensuring has a, a, a fun time at this year's at this year's gala after the the delightful time he showed her at last year's gala. Oh, lovely. So, if you are interested in doing that, she is happy to make a 150 gold piece donation to the Church of Caden, which oh. she's, of course, certain you will convey to them on, on her behalf. 
Oh yes, that 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 would be incredible. That that is, as I said, my pleasure. This just seems like just a great thing for everyone. Oh, and I'm gonna go ahead and show the image of Martella. It's a little, or share the image of Martella. A oh, lovely it's, lady. Yes. So symmetrical. We have a nice headshot too of her, like in her party dress, but I. I don't think it's loaded onto roll 20. So she's not in adventuring gear. She is in a, a nice noble gown with some a diadem and some nice necklaces, things like that. She seems, her skin's a lot darker and duskier than you've heard of the Lothids who are notoriously pasty and pale shut-ins. But we don't always look like our parents. After After a day or two of, you know, gathering giving you some time to to gather your resources, you know, shop around, find your feet here in the city. Uh, she asks you to meet up with her a few hours before the gala. Also, she provides a small account for all of you at a tailor shop nearby that offers either a courtier's outfit or a noble's outfit, uh, whichever you prefer. Yours to keep, tailored to fit. Uh, she just wants to make sure you don't look or feel out of place at tonight's gala. That was so nice. <laughs> I'll, I'll use this courtier's outfit to dress down for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> so she asks that you meet her at a small, smoky cafe just around the corner from the Senate a few hours before the gala begins. Assuming you all arrive on time, does anybody plan to be late? I plan to be there on time. I will be on time. On time-ish. What is on time, really? <laughs> I'll, I'll be there on time, assuming that, of course, my adoring fans in the public do not overtly delay me on the way. None of them delay you. Oh. Can we be early? You can be early. I would like to be early to, you know, handle business discreetly. <laughs> uh, you are there when she arrives. She shakes your hands, offers you a drink, orders a few things from the proprietor. It seems like nobody else is here today. The cafe is really quiet. She makes some polite small talk, asks how your how your trip to the city, or how you've been finding the city, how your studies have been, small things like that. After 10, 15 minutes, other people show up and uh, long beams of the setting sun dance through the cafe's smoky interior highlighting breads, cheeses, and wine bottles behind the counter. Martella sips from a steaming mug, dressed in an elegant but reserved gown, at least by Talden standards. A hand-sized brass cricket buzzes quietly on the tabletop next to her. I'm so pleased you could join me this evening, she begins. Please, order whatever you like. The fig jam is particularly lovely here. And feel free to speak candidly. I've taken measures to ensure our privacy. She gives the little cricket on the table a tap. Your, your hospitality, madam, is exceedingly appreciated. Oh, of course, of course. I consider it my responsibility to to assist up-and-coming young personalities in the city. I I understand the troubles of, of being alone in the world without as many resources as support or support as you'd like, so... The least I can do is offer opportunity. 
You, you flatter me, madam. It has been many years since anybody has considered this old scholar a young personality. I'm just pleased as punch to be here amongst all you kind-looking folk. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy to be of any help and, you know, make a party uh, more lively. <laughs> Indeed, and that's what we're hoping for tonight. Uh, I understand there's a, a handsome young gentleman we've brought in from the Porthmost Prefecture to to elevate tonight. Uh, I believe his name is Calbio. I, quite the delightful gentleman from what I understand. Huh. I've not heard of this. What can you tell me about him? He sounds interesting. Oh, he's a charming little fellow from, I believe the town is called Breezy Creek. It's a, one of those smaller affairs that you could easily miss from, from a carriage if you yawned a little too long. Uh, but as I understand it, he's responsible for weaving many of the tapestries in the palace. And Ooh. yes, if, if his skill is any testament, he is no doubt a gentleman of, of breeding and intellect. So I quite look forward to meeting him tonight. As for all of you, are you prepared for the small tasks I have asked of you this evening? Thanks to you and your tailor, I think I'm prepared for this. Oh yes, you look delightful. It really emphasizes the strong shoulders. Before we get started, I will need to go get a drink real fast. You, you would understand, right? Oh, of course. The tasks I've asked should be relatively short, and hopefully you'll have plenty of time for whatever your own agendas may be at tonight's party. By all means, she pulls out her bag and pushes several small golden pins across the table to you. Huh. Well, this is quite curious. Pretty. Wait, here we go. Show to players. Uh, this is, of course, Ooh. called a Senate's Aid Badge. They're very common among the senators and several of the nobility. They are small devices. It's keyed to this badge I wear. It will allow me to to check in on you every now and then, find out how huh. you're doing. You'll be able to respond to me. They are quite ingenious and handy. These, I'm afraid, aren't mine. The Lothids have never held a senatorial seat, but uh, oh dear, I lost the note there. Talk amongst yourselves. I walk over to my friend Karak. I'm sorry, I'm worried that all of you seem to know each other, or maybe I missed the introductions. Um, oh, oh no, 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 I only know Xavier here, I don't know the rest of you. I was just, you know, waiting for the lady to finish her talking before we all got to know each other a little bit better. But we can do that I now. Was, I was going to talk to you, Kadok, but yes, I suppose everyone wants to know more about Xavier's Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they do. Go ahead, introduce yourself first. Well... I apologize for how I'm dressed normally. I have a little bit more of my own style, but today I'm dressing like the rest of you. It is fantastic uh, as an experiment. But uh, yes, I am the one to tell stories, and I will be watching all of you to see if you will inspire me in any way. Oh, that's wonderful. I know. Yes, as I said, they were fashioned by the Voratas family. They fell out of favor and slipped from the, the upper echelons of nobility about... Oh, a century or so back? I understand it's quite the scandal, but it's not uncommon for visitors to be issued uh, senatorial badges from from families that are no longer serving as senators. These will also indicate to the guards around the Senate that you are welcome guests and not party crashers. 
Uh, so we have to show them off. Heaven forbid that I'd never be a welcome guest at any occasion. Party crashers can be a lot of fun, but I'm glad we have these. This, sadly, the centuries are, shall we say, humorless. That's, that's, that's a shame. That's an that's unfortunate prediction. Yes. No one should be without a sense of humor. I, I must, I must <laughs> oh. say, madam, I appreciate that you are prepared and well organized. Yeah. Thank you. I've long considered it a strength of mine. Now, these badges, they are magical. Yes. And that will not raise any of the eyebrows? Oh, no. Minor magic such as this are very common among the senators. Uh, Talton nobility is nothing if not eager to display its wealth. Would I be able to use a knowledge nobility or knowledge history check to know a little bit more about the family? Oh, absolutely. Which family? The family whose little senate badge we have. Oh, yes. Also, uh, one me... of my campaign traits, the Talden Patriot, uh, once a day, I get to tell everyone a fun fact about <laughs> one of the noble families. <laughs> That's cute. That's Maybe delightful. we'll hear about this scandal. Give me... You know what? I'll let you go ahead and take 10 if you want. What do you have on a 10? On a 10, I have a 15. 15? Yes, the Voritas family tended to be progressive reformers at the time for a period of about 500 years ago to about 150 years ago when a lot of the family fortunes were squandered by squabbling heirs in uh, making bad investments. One downside is that during the Grand Campaign, the war with Kadira that lasted 500 years, the family was a little bit paranoid. They weren't warmongers by any measure, but they were also deeply concerned that at any day the city of Taldor would be invaded or overrun or attacked, or the city of Opara, rather. So they had a bit of a reputation for for being uh, running around saying the sky was falling and that most people are, think is what ended up leading to all these terrible investments several generations down the line. These days they are they are still around, but they are down in the southern prefectures of Moda, a coastal prefecture where most of the Talden Navy operates out of. Yeah, cool. My, so, that's a very sorry. interesting story. And yes, if anybody else wants to know anything about the scene right now, uh, Martella Lothied herself, the Grand Day of Exaltation, now's the time to like make knowledge rolls or ask her directly or... Yeah, you know what? I'm going to use like my that. knowledge uh, local to see what I already may have heard about her. Oh, go for it. Shall I just take 10 on that too? You're welcome to, or you can roll. I'll go with take 10, so that's a 16. Well, everybody knows the Lothied family. They are one of the foremost magical families in Taldor. Different members of the family sit on the ruling boards of all the major arcane schools. They've been strong supporters of the Stavians. What you have heard, however, is that Martella is the black sheep of her family. She is only half Talden. Her uh. father apparently had a an indiscreet affair with a Kadiran diplomat. She is also noted for 
not sharing her family's gift of magic. She seems to be completely blunted to any kind of spell casting. Hmm. All right, well, I can, I can emphasize with her. Interesting. Do I already know the description of her brother? Her older brother, she would have said Bartleby. Okay, Bartleby. As you understand it, he is not attending tonight. He only sent the wine as a, a kind gesture. Ah, do I know the brand or the vintage? I know uh, 150. Yes, it would be called Birdsong Vineyards. Birdsong Vineyards. Thank you. I'd like to know what I know about the High Strategos Maximos. Taking 10, I get 15 Knowledge Nobility. The High Strategos is another very strong supporter of the Stavian family. For the longest time, it was ru- rumored that he would be married to Princess Eutropia, making him the official heir to the crown. That never materialized, however. In addition to knowing that he is, I mean, he is very much the darling of the military. He comes from a family with a long tradition of military service. You will know that he is in his mid-40s, very serious gentleman, very disciplined and orderly, and... As near as anybody can tell, probably still the front runner to inherit the crown. Unless primogeniture is overturned tonight. What does his rank mean? High Strategos is basically commander-in-chief. Now, excuse me for asking, Lady Lothit, um, why can you tell me about the demeanor of this Nicholas fellow? And, uh, how, and any advice on how I should uh, approach the man? Baron Kara is... He's a curious gentleman, quite the star of the tournament scene. He loves discussing that. Also, apparently a good man of the people. He, as I understand it, invests a good deal of his own family fortune in maintaining the the infrastructure. His, his barony is not suffered so much as many of his neighbors. I know that he considers himself a very honorable gentleman, he seems to disdain a lot of Talden politics. I'm not sure why he's attending tonight. Well, why he's attending is irrelevant as long as uh, we have a chance to have a social interaction. Oh, yes, I understand. He's quite delightful to speak with. Doesn't drink as near as I understand. Well, we all can't so I'm be afraid you'll have to. <laughs> Anybody else? I'm just wondering if I already kind of have an idea of who Vort is, just so I can, you know, pick him out of a crowd. Vort is... The Vort family operates out of Casimir, uh, one of the major shipping ports by the... by the... not Whispering Wood. (laughs) The Verdurin Forest. His family made most of their wealth in trading. They've relied mostly on their finances to help support their political careers. They are not especially well-loved, but he's a well-fed but athletic gentleman. Very neatly trimmed beard, long hair that's got white streaks growing, or coming in, just starting to show his age. Very interesting. All right. I think I can pick him out. Well, I, I guess my, my only final question then, since it appears uh, we, we have our affairs in order here, is um, are we all going in one carriage or taking our own? Well, since we're all going to be there together, I think I would prefer to all go in one carriage. We all have the same brooch. People will know we are already together. Well, I'm, I'm afraid I've only provided one. I'm sure we can all squeeze in and get all friendly on the way over there and get to know each other. Well, 
Indeed, anyone having to share a bench with me will have to be quite friendly. I, I apologize. I've I've seemed to have taken the Taldor's uh, greater expansion personally. <laughs> I, I, I must find confess. A last <laughs> someone can sit on. It's fine. There's plenty of space. Okay. Yes. 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 I would love to pick Mister Alan Croft's brain. I, sir, I read your manuscript over the Northern Fauna and. I was a big fan. I would just oh, love to get a chance to speak with you more about it. Oh, of, of, of course, of course. We can speak to it more on the, on the ride over. And, and, and if you wish to have an autograph, of, of, I always have a quill handy. Oh, please. Is there anything, is there anything else we need to, uh, to, to discuss, Lady Lothied, before we uh, begin the uh, social nasties? I don't believe so. Uh, overall, tonight promises to be quite the historic evening. Obviously, there's some work to be done, but that's always the case in this game. Of course, of course. I will point out that the sort of work you're embarking on, the line between success and failure, is drawn by the people you know. So, by all means, even though you have your own tasks to accomplish, watch out for one another. If you need assistance, please ask for it. If your assistance is required, give it. And... If I'm to be blunt, I would like just once in my adult life to simply enjoy a gala I attend (laughs) rather than have to scamper about with clandestine busy work for all hours. If you can complete your work without needing me to assist, I will happily double my donations. (laughs) I hope I can be of help because you've been very kind and I really appreciate all this. Well... Hopefully my tasks will not busy your entire evening, so by all means, enjoy the party, make friends. This will be an excellent opportunity for any of you to begin your careers. But do try to be a little discreet. Hmm. You ask so much. (laughs) I am quite the harsh taskmaster, I understand. (laughs) That's not always a bad thing. Now, uh, I must take my leave of you and make some final preparations. By all means, I've set up a small tab. Eat and drink as much as you like. And I will see you in an hour or so. Thank you very much, Lady Lothied. And now I must take my leave. So you are all free to, to chat about anything you don't want her to hear, or we can wrap this scene up. I think I'm good. We didn't finish introducing ourselves to each other, Ooh, but, uh, I mean, Xavier obviously went ahead and, and uh, introduced himself, because clearly that's, uh, you know, everyone wanted to know. Seemed the time. Yes, I, I, already knew, I already knew Xavier here. He, oh, he opened my eyes to Caden Kalian, and it was just wonderful, and, well, as you can see, I'm a, well, actually, no, maybe you can see, since I'm wearing my fancy clothes already, but I'm a cleric. Um, I Yes, and uh, I just, I am so happy to be going to this with y'all. This seems like it's going to be a really fun party. I cannot wait to get the drink flowing and talk, talking. Yeah, oh yeah, so Karakzena, that's me. Can't wait to uh, have a good time with you all. Kaden remains one of my favorite gods. <sighs> He's wonderful. He always did <laughs> appear to, uh, to appeal to some of the, uh, the, the, the lower citizens and the more outlandish and eccentric of us. <laughs> and he provides some really, really good ale. 
Well, uh, I should introduce myself for those of you who uh, may not be familiar. My name is Glenville Alan Croft, and I am a gentleman scholar as well as mystic adept, and of course, gentlemen's gentlemen. If there's anything at all I can do to assist you in your personal endeavors, please, after all, the success at court depends on favors. Oh, goodness. Um... Well, I'll go next. Uh, my name is Vincenza Woodmass. I'm from just outside the city. This is my first time coming to the big city. I'm very excited. Oh, it's a great place. I am so pleased that I got this invitation to this gala. I never thought I'd be able to get in. All of you seem very nice. And I'm sure we're going to become fast friends. Um, I hope no one minds. I'm going to sit up front with the driver on the carriage. I just feel more comfortable. You know, Whatever makes you happy. Indeed, indeed. Sometimes fresh air is needed to make sure that the the, the, the pre-show dinner does not become e- e- external. Perfect. And, like, I'm sure it's uh, normal that we all got tasks to do at this point. Oh, party. of course. Uh, yes. You know, yes. politics and parties. There's always something that's got to be done. Just remember that okay. every favor you give out is a favor you get to call in. I, I'm sure this is fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's, it's going to be a good party. In a few parties, we will be like the Lady Lothlead, where she is giving the tasks to uh, the other people. Mm-hmm. No doubt. We are her, the other people. Mm-hmm. You'll have your own minions soon. And, oh, oh, uh, and I guess it only leaves our lovely baker. Did I hear you were a baker? Oh, well, I would say that I dabble a little bit. You should certainly try my morning sweet rolls. Oh, but... Don't worry about me too much. You can call me Lily. I've never had anything exciting happen in my life. Lily, what's your last name? Campbell. It's my my late husband's name. I took his. Oh, I knew a I knew a Campbell. Had a couple of drinks with him now and then. I am familiar with you and your work, Karak. I would oh. say that you were familiar with Jude. Oh, oh yeah. So then, yes, it it, it I did know. And him. that is. And that is all I would care to say on the matter. Fair enough. Let it lay at that. It's nice oh, to get wow. to know you. Can I take Karak aside for a second? Oh yeah, sure. Lily has offered her, her she has offered to make me breakfast. Just in your opinion, she is not trying to get me to bed already, is she? <laughs> I, I have so many other things on my mind. <laughs> I don't know her uh, very well, but I don't think she would try to get you into bed right away. Can you distract her and try and make sure she is not uh, turned on? <laughs> you know what? If she tries to get too close to you, uh, I'll get in between the two of you. Kadok, this is why you are one of my favorites. Hey, you know what? You can also, you know, just pretend you've already got something else going on. I'm sure she'll respect your boundaries. Lily, maybe we will try your baked goods in the afternoon someday. Thank you. Thank you for that offer. <laughs> I believe you'll find them quite exquisite. I look forward to the baked goods. <laughs> Sorry, the clerk clerk at the counter bursts out laughing. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Mr. Elf, any time you want to come here and sample some baked goods, you feel free to... Take her aside again. Now she is definitely saying she was. <laughs> well, yes, the lady who works here, I think she might have her eye on you, so uh, maybe uh, it's time to wrap this up and get going. (laughs) Oh, then I'm just like, that's nice, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. You know, 
know, Zangi, any time during the party, if anyone gets too handsy or flirty, feel free to come find me. You will be the first person I keep in mind if someone puts their hands on me. Thank you. All right, so we'll move along to the party. Or we'll move along to the enormous line to get into the party. Because anybody who is anybody in Opara, or who wants to be anybody in Opara, seems to be lined up outside the Senate, trying to convince the guards that they are absolutely on the list and they have simply forgotten their invitations. While you're waiting in line, I'd like everybody to roll a d10 for things you might overhear. Ooh. All right, Tara, I'll let you tell me what you rolled first. I rolled a five. Five. You hear? Uh, my uncle is in the lion blades. He, he says the Kadirans are planning to or kidnap Princess Eutropia tonight for ransom. <laughs> Ari, what did you I roll? I rolled a ten. A ten? <laughs> Ugh, Eutropia brought that disgusting mud of hers to the Elbiston tournament last spring. The wretched beast drooled on a silk table dressing. Ugh! She'd never get away with such impropriety if her father weren't pulling strings to protect her. Ugh. 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 Lauren, what did you get? I have an eight. Eight. You know, I hear Lady Marilla is back in town from Absalom. Wonder if she's performing for the Absol or Exaltation Gala. Uh, let's see. Ryan, what did you get? Roll the one. I hear tell the Emperor's going to exalt one or another of his Ulfin bodyguards like he did for Baron Vinmark. The last thing we need is another barbarian lording it over us. Hmm. And Kathy. Yeah, I rolled a four. Four. Oh, I really hope they let me into the gala. Uh, you know the building has been rebuilt five times? They have rooms inside they don't even know they had. So... Yeah, rumors and whatnot you've heard waiting in line. Sorry, could I get the name of the last bodyguard that got exalted? Oh, Baron Vinmark? He is the Baron of Opara. He is basically city mayor. It's very unusual, but Emperor Stavian exalted him about 15 years ago. Apparently he was a huge emotional support back when the Emperor's only son died. Or, sorry, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> Do I know anything else about him? Because it sounds from the the chatter that people actually don't seem to like him very much, or at least don't want another situation like that. I mean, the Ulfin Guard are sort of folk heroes with the common folk, but they're, they're incredibly uncouth. They are undignified. They don't play the game like you're supposed to, so most of the nobles do not like them. Raising Vinmark to Baron especially, not just making him a knight, is is unheard of. It's pearl-clutching gossip. Ooh, luckily I wore my best pearls. <laughs> I actually do believe that you have pearls on your person somewhere. It's very believable. Yeah. Well, I will just be taking in all the sights and all the sounds. This is all very, very impressive. Are we, are we already have closer to the front of the line? I've been shaking hands for hours, it seems like, and my, my palm is getting sore. <laughs> Oh, I think you might have to switch hands, because uh, I don't think we're going to be there all that soon. 
<laughs> yeah, at, at this rate, it's it's going to be at least two hours before you get in. And, oh God, now, now a guard is walking up and she casually points at the five of you. She's like, uh, here five, come with me, random inspection. Mm. All right, I'll go. Sense motive. How random is this inspection? <laughs> Roll me a sense motive check. Rolled a 13, so my total is 19. Ooh. No, this is totally a random spot inspection. This guard is going to basically pat you all down and make sure you're not suspicious. You are not immediately obvious members of the local nobility and scene. Is anybody carrying weapons or magic items? Uh, no. Anybody carrying suspicious no, lab- or suspicious unlabeled bottles? Not me. Uh, I, I, have, I have bags that have ingredients and I have empty bottles. <laughs> so, she pats you all down mm-hmm. and nobody's Nobody's armed, nobody's wearing armor. I would have a dagger on me, unless I was told explicitly not to. Small daggers are basically the largest thing allowed in the Senate. <laughs> I, I've got nothing on me except for mugs on my hip. Just, just, just my cane here. I've just got my sweet outfit and my smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got uh, my smile too. She's like, oh, well. I mean, if we're listing our charming assets. <laughs> <laughs> our wit, our smiles, our charm. I believe Excess well, is a deadly armed wherever he goes. I'm, I'm quite glad to see our common friend has found more discreet representatives this year. You there, the, the bumpkin? Your completing harmless chemicals that you have stored away. Let me show you a less suspicious way of carrying them. We would not want any of the senators to be frightened by completely innocuous perfumes. If they're not a fan of sugar and cinnamon, then, well, you can't be helped. (laughs) Yes, yes, sugar and cinnamon. After giving you a few pointers for keeping anything suspicious out of sight, she waves you all into the Senate, and the music swells as you walk through the front door into a whole different plane of existence as far as opulence, culture, music. The walls themselves are gilded. The tiles are polished marble. The crowd inside smells of honey and ambergris and mm. oh, it's it's like day and night. Mm. Right down to there being so many candles floating around near the ceiling that it casts the interior of the Senate building into daylight. Beautiful. Finally, finally a proper environment to be in again. This is super <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Just to give everybody a quick rundown. Wait, I've got notes. I've got notes. Ryan, you're playing... I can't pronounce it. Xavier Saveur. Excess. Just say excess. Okay. So, your elf bard is here to... To make a name for himself. To find his purpose. Param, you're playing Glanville, the senatorial hopeful. 
Uh, you are here to shake hands, meet people. Ari, you're playing Vincenza, the human paladin who is here to to bring some honor back to your family name and get the wood masses back into the Talden spotlight. Lauren, you're playing Lily, and you are here to help get your your career as a professional investigator off the ground to be a a mover and shaker behind the scenes in Taldor. And Kathy, you're playing Karak, the half-orc cleric. Yep. You have high hopes for reform. You're hoping to to meet and influence some senators, basically work on some outreach, dare I say, religious lobbying? Mm-hmm. All right, well, we've got the map of the Senate building pulled up here. I'm gonna give you all a quick rundown on how this is going to work. Over the course of the evening, you all have individual tasks to do. There are also many prominent people attending the gala who you can attempt to influence or make friends with, make a positive impression on. It's not going to be as complicated as building a long-term relationship with somebody. You're basically making small talk enough that you leave a positive impression. You have the option of talking to important individuals, especially those who you have missions revolving around. Uh, You also have the option of simply making small talk, performing, pointing out whimsical bits of Talden history, otherwise being a delightful and memorable party guest, which in other words means you are making influence checks against the whole room. You're you're basically trying to be the life of the party in any given area. Down here on the map, we have the Arcade of Triumphs, which is essentially a museum to Taldor's greatest historical victories. You'll find a lot of Taldor's warhawks hanging out here. There's a lot of historical scholars that tend or spend time in this area. Among other things, Maxilar Pytherius spends most of his time here. Moving further in, we have the Courtyard, which contains one of the most elaborate gardens in Taldor, cut into squares. It features plants, flowers, fungi, cactuses, gathered from all the corners of what used to be the Talden Empire. It is meticulously maintained, right down to there being apiaries to take advantage of the flowers that you don't find anywhere else in Taldor. The bees are kept very, very docile by a variety of divine spellcasters kept on staff by the Senate. Over here, we have what's called the Emperor's Hall. These are technically the offices of the Emperor while he is operating out of the Senate. No Emperor has operated out of the Senate for at least a thousand years, so these are generally used as private conference rooms by a variety of Senators. Moving on to upstairs, which we don't really have on this map, so we're going to say these wings off the garden here and up here. This is the gallery that overlooks much of the rest of the Senate floor, the Emperor's Halls, the Arcade of Triumphs. This area is generally where people mill around, make small talk. Many nobles and senators have brought their families, so their children are are up here especially. This is where a lot of the live performers are. There's lots of halfling performers, tumblers, jugglers, clowns, that sort of thing, entertaining the children. This is where Martella has spent most of, or is going to be spending most of her evening so that she can keep an eye on things from a bird's eye view. 
Moving on, we have Eek! the Imperial Archives in this northern wing. This is where a lot of historical records for Taldor are maintained. There's a small museum here as well, but it tends to be more, more academic. The Senate Library is up here. A lot of the more intellectually minded senators like to mill around here because it's not very popular during parties and tends to be very quiet. Down here, we have the Senate floor. A lot of the folk who aren't senators and don't have to spend every day arguing with each other here tend to hang out here during parties just because it is, it seems prestigious and memorable. Most of the actual senators cannot stand the place and don't go near it during parties. And then finally, the southern wing is most of these servants' areas. This is where you'll find the kitchens, the pantry, a lot of the guards' equipment rooms, things like that. Expensive bottles of wine that are being held till later to open. That is the rundown of the Senate. You have been waved inside by a friendly guard with a bad French accent. What? <laughs> oh, at the end of your inspection, you were waved directly inside without having to wait the two hours or so that it would take to get through the line. It's our badges. It's the badges. I do suspect it is our badges. All right, so, as the evening begins, my... Talk amongst yourselves. I'm just going to give a shout-out. Lauren, thank you so much for teaching me to right-click to scroll around a map on Roll20. That is much more convenient than going with the two scroll bars. I did not know that trick. Yes, yes, yes. That, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, you know what? Um, this place is huge. Um... I don't think it's going to be too hard to find me if any of you need me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll be around. If you need rescuing anybody, just come and find me. And I am supposed to fade into the background, so uh, look to the background if you need me. <laughs> Good luck with that, Xavier. <laughs> I sneak away. I'm going to move my character. I already see my target, so I'm going to move into A1. I have an elaborate plan, so I'll have to wait for Crystal to go into that. Oh, well, I think Carol. we all do. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm Carol's going to meander around, and he's going to keep an eye and ear open for anything interesting. I mean, he's obviously going to be looking for Vort, who he's got a particular eye out for. But, you know, any small children running around, he'll give them a friendly smile and a wink and try to look as charming as, you know, half-orcishly possible. I didn't know there would be children at this party. Most of the children are kept upstairs away from interesting things. <laughs> oh, well, you know, if any of them uh, sneak down, because I know children are sneaky and uh, like to get into things we're not supposed to. All right. Uh, no, 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 Vincenza, uh, how are you enjoying the party so far? Is this what, what you expected? Everything's just so grand. I don't know what I could have expected. I, I just kind of want to take a look at all these military victories and maybe see if I can find something that has my family crest on it. Oh, allow me to help you look for that. I, I know quite a bit about the, the history of our great nation. And besides, I'm going to appear 50% more honest just standing next to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. I really appreciate that. Maybe later you can help me find the Countess and the Duke that I'm supposed to talk to. Oh, of course, of course, of course. I mean, we must all chip in together for our mutual self-interest. That doesn't sound right, but yes. <laughs> Grammatically, you mean? Morally. Self-interest. I don't know. That's a, that's a weird term. 
I mean, but the, the glorious interest of our fair nation. That's more like it. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> All right, Ryan, your target is right up front here. Mm. Maxillar Pytherius is milling about with a glass of wine and looking a bit dour. He's chatting with what looked like a few active military officers and a few senators who kind of have the carry themselves with a, a military rigidity, probably retired. All right, so I intend to be my own smokescreen here. So I'm not actually going to mill about in the background. I am going to start telling a story to people around me, but it's a story that I know off by heart. So an auxiliary part of my brain will be paying full attention to him while the part of my brain that just spews words out like so much spew. I'm sorry. I Like so much smoke. I lost that one. A great orator, huh? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Role-playing. <laughs> Ten years of podcasting on deck here, Brian. <laughs> so yeah, I'm hoping he actually sees this as an opportunity to talk about something a little more confidential because there's this huge distraction going on. Meanwhile, the distraction is also listening in on that conversation. So you are going to make such a scene of yourself that anybody who is sensible willfully ignores you. I mean, that's one way of putting it. I still want to be entertaining people around me. But, you know, give an opportunity to somebody that wants to have a private conversation to think that now is the perfect time. All right. I will let you succeed automatically at being charming and witty. Thank you. But give me a perception check to see if you can pick up enough of the conversation. All right. I only have a plus five, so hoping for a good roll. Roll to ten, so fifteen. You definitely pick up a few words a bit here and there, some names, but you're not sure if they're people or locations. You're probably going to need some more context clues, so probably spend another social round listening in. Lauren? Well, I I don't particularly have too much to do. I'm just going to go spend some time in the gardens. The gardens are very lovely. You can see out here is... Wait. Nope, not Princess Utropia yet. She has not yet arrived, so... But Lady Gloriana Moria, a well-known poet who tends to work out of Absalom, but is back here in Taldor tonight. There are even scandalous rumors that she's involved in the Pathfinder Society, which is, as near as you can tell, a band of of grave robbers and (gasps) and rumor mongers. Uh, And, and of course, there's the Marquess de Starborn, the only gnomish noble in all of Taldor. Hmm. <laughs> and Octavia Nicodemus, who you don't know anything about because off the top of my head, neither do I. Fair enough. Several other people milling about. There are halfling and half-elf and human servants running around with trays of, of canapes and goblets of wine. Oh, I need to grab a red. I grab a red wine from them. All right, perfect. You've got a glorious, full-bodied red wine with notes of chocolate and fig. Oh, I'm not going to taste it. This is for later. (laughs) 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 But from my studies, I have heard so many tales of all of the rare plants, spices, and herbs kept in this garden. And Uh, I dare uh. say, I'd like to go find one of the more pungent flavors that is growing here. And I have knowledge of nature, if you'd like it. I'll let you take ten on that. Okay. Alright, I'm going to use a free inspiration as an investigator, since it's a knowledge. After my take ten, I will be at twenty-four. Oh my 
that is... Yes, you find, growing alongside everything else, a young, flourishing sapling of Verdran wormwood, which is medicinal and extraordinarily bitter, and so very few people actually use it as medicine. Okay. Is anyone looking at me? Can I just pluck some inconspicuously? Yes, you can pluck some inconspicuously. I would like to do so and put it in with my sugar and cinnamon. <laughs> well, that's a strange flavor combination. <laughs> well, I'm just in my bag. I'm not going to mix them. But then, <laughs> let's see. Do I know that they would be keeping incoming gifts in the servant's wing? I'm going to say, given that you specifically grabbed a glass of wine, yes, you've noticed the servant's bustling into the servant's quarters with empty glasses and then coming back out of the servant's area with full glasses of wine. Okay. Is there a guard around? There are guards milling about, but they don't seem to be paying very much attention to guests. It looks like oh, they're good. mostly trying to keep people outside from coming in. No, that's great. I'm not paying attention either and I bump into a guard and I spill wine on myself. Oh no! How terrible! Uh, oh, I'm just... I'm so I'm so sorry. Um, no, no, no! I I apologize, madam. Entirely my fault. Please do not report me. Oh, I uh, I won't. Could you please show me somewhere I could change? Oh yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, I, I believe uh, there's there's some cleaning facilities in the back. Please come with me. Oh, thank you so much. I I really appreciate no, it. I'm I'm quite sorry. It's, I'm such a klutz. I'm I'm very. We've been working very late and and. You know, we, the wife just had a baby, and so we haven't been sleeping at home, and I I, I, I really need this job. Oh, I promise <laughs> I won't say a thing. You're just being such a dear. Uh, of course, of course, yes. He, he takes you back to the servant's area down here. So, yeah, at this point, there's got to be well over 200 bottles of wine back here, in addition to enough food to feed all of Opara. I'm sorry to trouble you again. Is there a change of clothes around? Could you bring me something, some clothes? Uh, I, I'm not sure, but I'll go ask around. I'll see what I can find. Oh, thank you. I'd like to shut the door in this wine room and start looking at the wines. All right. Let's see, do you have a knowledge nobility or? I have history and local. You know what? I'll let you do local. Okay. Or Are we do taking... you have a praise by any chance? I can do a praise. I can do it. Give me a praise. Alright, I will burn an inspiration on this one. <laughs> that added d6 to it. You're um, going through this fast. Well, the knowledge ones are free for the investigator. Oh. And I needed to do this because I rolled a 5. My total here is 14. Alright, it is no trouble at all to spot exactly which bottle here is the most expensive. And okay. it specifically says Birdsong Vineyards in a okay. very loopy, elaborate script on a very yellowing, crumbling label. It's packed. It's a large bottle of wine packed in straw in a crate. It's still corked. The cork's sealed with wax, so... Oh, that's going to be a problem. Well, what would I use to reapply wax? Well, uh... I guess the wax would have a seal, wouldn't it? It... Yeah, it's it's got a little bit of a seal around one side of it. If you used something 
within a syringe or something like that, you'd be able to to inject it through and then use heat to seal it up. Okay. Hmm. So I'm gonna have to find a syringe. Well, while I've got a moment, I know where the bottle is. I'd like to make two extracts, and both of them are arsenic. Uh, wait, you're putting arsenic in a bottle of wine that's going to be fed to everybody? Well, is it just supposed to poison the cup? You're not supposed to poison it. You're supposed to make it undrinkable. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's even easier. You're supposed to embarrass them, not kill people. <laughs> oh, nothing more embarrassing are than you dying. Are you supposed to if you are here tonight to kill people? <laughs> I was wondering what the end game was. Okay, it's not it's not an adventuring party. It's a dancing party. <laughs> Well, I can, I can certainly ruin the flavor without arsenic. <laughs> Thank you. I was, I was wondering about her endgame. I was like, I don't know why she wants to kill everyone, but okay. <laughs> you seemed awful no, all quick no, to be on board with that. She's asking you to ruin the bottle of wine. Yeah, before I was willing to believe the rumors were unfounded, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, but now... Hey, I'm alone in this room. You don't know about this. <laughs> yes, well, a little spirit on your shoulder appears. No, no, your an aid badge rings and says, By the way, just to be clear, I don't want you to kill anyone tonight. <laughs> I mean, she said my specific talents, you know? I mean... <laughs> she, she, like a decent person, assumed the rumors about you were false. <laughs> okay. All right. You mentioned being a baker. Yes. And I have craft cooking. I put skills into it. Oh, Wow, I'll I'll let you succeed at this automatically. You know, as somebody, with, <laughs> as somebody with craft cook, an elaborate kitchen like this would have all kinds of injection devices for filling pastries, for applying frosting, for injecting marinade, things like that. If you want to spend your the rest of your social round searching the kitchen, you can get. A mar or a syringe basically used for injecting marinade or or a frosting bag that you can sharpen the tip on. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I would like to do that even though I'm still covered in wine. <laughs> Sounds good. These servants give you some deference and stay out of your way. You you have a Senate aid badge, you're dressed in an elaborate outfit, you, you're clearly very important and they don't want to bother you with whatever the heck you think you're doing. Well, I'm obviously looking for a change of clothes. Uh, clearly. That's why you're looking through the pastry bags. <laughs> Talon's style gets more elaborate every year. <laughs> right. These nobles in their weird fashions. Ari, let's jump yes. to you. And you are, if I recall, trying to talk to the Countess Arabelle Pace and or Duke Sentimus. That is correct. Walking into the party, I kind of got distracted with how beautiful that entry hall was. 
I am hanging out with Param as he points to things and shows me stuff, but I do need to find this Countess and the Duke. So I would probably just walk up to someone and ask. Bold tactic, Ari. Also, please note that my social tactics are going to not be great. All right. <laughs> high or low? Hi. You tap someone on the shoulder and ask after Count Arabella Pace. He looks you up and down and says, shouldn't you be farming something? Oh. Oh, goodness. I understand why you would think that, but I'm actually here as a, a proper invitee. <laughs> that's that's charming. And, and I assume the plow horse who brought you here can make it all the way back home when you're done? Oh, I didn't actually use a plow horse. Um, a lovely woman uh, gave us the use of her chariot. Lady Lothied, actually. Uh, so we came here via chariot. I was with the gentleman over there. I believe he's going to be a senator. <laughs> you, you're, you're here with Lady Lothied? Oh, uh, not with her, no. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the elder or the younger? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm not entirely sure which one she is, but she seemed lovely. <laughs> oh, the lovely one. Oh, phew. Yes. Well, do have a good time with the rest of the party. I, I believe Countess Pace was up in the gallery minding some of the children. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yes, yes, uh, do, do have a good time. I will, and I hope you do too. This has been really nice. My name's Vincenzo <laughs> Woodmass, by the way. Starkweather. Starkweather. Lovely to make your acquaintance. Wonderful to meet you. Thank you again. Have a lovely night. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I see you have a bright future ahead of you here in Opara. Thank you. That person was very nice. I hope everyone's as nice. I'm sure they, they're all just as nice. Yes, indeed. Well, I'm off to the gallery to find the Countess. Do you want to come with me, or are you going to do your own thing? I forget what you were going to do. It, it's all right. I think you, you could you could use the, the company. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll be more than happy to assist right now. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks. Let's go to the gallery. I hear there's kids. <laughs> Absolutely. You head upstairs to the gallery. Countess Pace. Let me bring up the photo here. Oh, near so Saturday. You see her crouch down talking to some of the children, and you see her give a, a small gift to one of them. And as you approach closer, you overhear her saying, Tell your father to remember exactly what he owes me when and where. Thanks, dear. Run along. Excuse me, are you Countess Arabella Pace? Or sorry, Ariella Pace. No, uh, Abriel. Yes, yes, I would be Count Abriel Pace, the landgrave of Markworth. Oh. I'm sorry, dear, I don't, I don't know you. Oh, no, no, you don't. Uh, my name is Vincenza Woodmass, and I am here with my friend, uh, hugely long name that I can't think of right now. <laughs> Yes, good friend. Huge. 
I actually had a, a quick question for you, if you have a moment. Oh, yes, yes, of course. I always have time for, for newcomers. Are you, uh, and may I ask your name? Oh, yeah, sorry. It's Vincenza Woodmass, of oh, the, the Woodmasses. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yes, yes, I believe I've heard of your family. Is there... Good things, I uh, assume. Certainly. I'm afraid I'm very busy tonight. Oh, I know. You have a vote coming up, I believe. Yes, rather blunt. <laughs> That's what the whole party's for, isn't it? Well, the party's for polite talk. It's rather rude to simply discuss politics at a at a senate gathering oh my gosh i'm sorry this is my first time in the big city and i kind of assumed <laughs> that being in the well, senate it shows would be you. The it shows. Oh, i'm sorry if i spoke too quickly or out of place i was just kind of wondering how you were planning on voting oh well since the vote takes place later tonight i assume you could simply wait and see is oh, there Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Countess. Please go on. Well, yes. It seems it seems you're quite good at, at standing here interrupting my work. Oh, sorry. Were you working with that child? Did I interrupt a work? <laughs> yes. Look, is there is there anything that you need to do or give me or is this a bribery situation? I. Oh. What are you doing here? Uh, bribery? Oh, goodness, Countess, Countess. I I think I've perhaps given off the wrong impression. I I was just wondering uh, whether you were uh, pro or anti the vote coming up. That's it. I'm just making small talk. <laughs> oh, well, this, this, look, the vote is very complicated, and there are a number of mitigating factors, and she spins off into legalese and a very political non-answer to your question. Interrupting herself constantly to say hello to people passing by, ask after them. She seems to remember pe people's spouses and children's names by heart. She she very, very much seems disinterested in you. Give me a sense motive check. Get excited for this. Yeah, that's a six. <laughs> She's a very nice lady who's apparently just very popular. You know what, Countess, you seem really busy. I'm gonna let you go. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, 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 no. It's quite all right, quite all right. By all means, uh, look me up next time you're in town. Oh, thank you, I definitely will. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, that, that was a strange encounter and she doesn't seem like the kind of person who has a lot of time for somebody who can't do anything for her. Fair enough. I turn to, uh, to pair him and go, oh, that didn't go great. Maybe I should find the other one. No, that did not go great. If, if, if you ever need an, an assist, please, please, please just, just nudge me in the belly a bit with the elbow and, then, and I'll know to step in and, and try to smooth things out a little bit better than that. <laughs> okay. Okay, I mean, she seemed, she seemed very busy and I mean, it was just kind of a a simple question. I wasn't expecting so much subterfuge and talking. I, I, I do have an idea that, that might work if, you were, if you're willing to chance it. Sure, run it past me. Why don't you just, just try again and just be like very, very friendly and, and I'll come by in a minute and help out. How's that? 
I don't know. Uh, I mean, she seemed really busy, and now I feel be- bad that I interrupted her. Oh, that's just because uh, that's just because she doesn't know you yet. I'm sure if you started telling her more about the life on the farm and how how that would be influenced by the upcoming vote, that that will more than motivate her. Okay, if you think so. Yes, yes just, All just, right. just remember that she's so busy, you're going to need to keep talking. <laughs> okay. All I right, Harem, are you going to stick around to the gallery for your, she for your needs, social round? She needs some help, and I've got a plan for that. <laughs> okay, so I am going to go back out to Countess Pace and tap her on the shoulder. <laughs> We're, that'll be your next round. Okay. <laughs> so for now, Harem, do you want to stick around the gallery and just make small talk? Interact with people, you know, meet and greet. While I'm waiting for my cue, I'll I'll just start getting into nice long historical lecture, interesting notes, promotion type stuff. So there's a lot of children up here and a lot of, you know, political spouses who aren't necessarily super into politics, interacting with people. So you can use any of the following skills. Acrobatics to to make an impressive tumbling act, which oh, I no. think might not no, be. No, no, no. <laughs> Disguise because there's a face painting booth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sleight of hand for magic tricks and juggling. Okay. Perform either act, comedy, or dance. May, mayhaps I can cheat a little here and actually summon up some cartoonish looking animal friends for the kids to be entertained by. Uh, that would work beautifully. Alright, so I go to my spell book and, and do just that because cheating with magic is what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll let you make a spellcraft check to get the most out of your... How do, I, how do I get the fingers in here? There we go. Woo! All right, certainly. <laughs> that is a 20. Nice. So tell me what goes on, because you have definitely impressed a lot of people here. All right, so I'm just going to use Silent Image and Go Sound together to put together a nice little cartoonishly family-friendly reenactment of some rather popular Talden tale of, like, some grand heroic knight adventuring or something. Oh, nice. Your your storytelling may be a little stilted, but the illusions you're weaving are gorgeous. Like, the children are are just in love with you. A lot of the parents are very impressed. A couple of the entertainers sit around to watch, and a couple of the halfling musicians come along and give you some background music. Excellent. So, yes, it's... Each of these social rounds is about ten minutes, so you, you spend a good five to ten minutes just being over the top and telling grandiose tales and being very Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> you get a feeling like a second round spent doing that would really give you command of the room. Or, you know, it sounds like next round you're probably going to be helping out Ari. <laughs> so you guys have plenty of rounds this evening to, to try and impress areas, impress individual people. Basically, as you gain command of areas, you'll get certain benefits when working in that area, or you might get rewards. Impressing certain people will make them more agreeable or more eager to help you with favors later on. Kathy, what are you up to? Before I start moving around and trying to find who I'm looking for, Tarok just takes a look around, 
And after establishing that Vincenzo is the cutest person he's ever seen, he, he just wants to look and see, is he the only half-orc here? Yeah, you catch a glimpse of somebody who looks like they might have a little half-orcish blood, but okay. they are clearly working as a guard. All right, all right, that's kind of what I expected. Okay, I'm just gonna walk around and I'm gonna keep an eye out for Vort. I don't think he should be hard for me to pick out, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll listen to people and you know, smile and try to look as, as friendly and unthreatening as possible. You find, here we go, here in the garden. Lovely. So I'll stroll on into the garden and it's, uh, it's very nice in here and you know, I just kind of make my way over to him and uh, I don't know if he's busy talking to a bunch of people. Is he on his own? Looks like he's issuing some orders to a few pages and then sending them off on their way. Turns around and, and sees you and sort of backs up with a start. Like he didn't expect to be mugged tonight. That's fair. That's I'm used to that sort of Is reaction. Because it's a little racist. It's a little racist, but you know what? That's sadly what I've come to expect from nobles in this town. So I just kind of don't take offense. It's fine. I'm gonna smile and say, uh, you know what? This is such a lovely evening, and it's so wonderful out here, sir. I'm so happy to be here. You must be busy. I can see you, you know, giving orders and so on. I, I just wanted to take this opportunity to share with you the gift of Caden Killian by offering you this fine drink. And I just take one of my mugs off my hip, fill it up to the top of the flourish of my hand, and hand it over with a bit of a bowed head. Uh, 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 that's that's very impressive, but I'm, I'm afraid I'm not much of a drinker. Family's Strictly Abadarian. Uh, I'm sure you understand. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. I understand. I just, this is the finest of the gods, and I just wanted to share a little bit of the taste of it. Not a full mug if, if you didn't, but you know, maybe wet your mouth and just raise a glass to all the gods and to the success of this evening and everything that's going to come after. Would you like a diplomacy roll? <laughs> <laughs> sure, give me a diplomacy roll. That will be a, a, a 20, actually. Oh. He sort of nods a bit, and you, you're very well-spoken. My mother did a, a fair job, I believe, teaching me well, and she's very dear to me. Yes, well, there are around a number of folk in this town who become renowned adventurers, and let's say, yes, yes, your parentage is quite memorable. I've heard that before. Yes. Well, thank you, thank you. I, I suppose it's only polite. He, thank he you. takes a small sip of it, but he looks very awkward. He's he's egged on a bit by by some of your stories of Caden, and especially seems interested in your family. It seems almost like delightful gossip. I'm happy to share with him stories and deeds of my mother and the wonderfulness of Caden Kalian and how I've dedicated myself to the temple and Caden and, and so on and so forth. He keeps sort of nodding along and taking a drink, <laughs> a polite sip every now and then, yes, but he doesn't yes. seem to notice how often he's taking polite sips. Oh yes, and that's lovely. I mean, it's just to be, you know, just to be polite and for him to taste the wonder wonderfulness that is the ale. And I'm just happy to keep talking because that's what I love to do. So it's all Taste good. the wonder. 
<laughs> and you know what? When I noticed it running low, I just unobtrusively create a little bit more ale in there so that he never runs out because that would be awful. You'd think this would probably take, you know, another social round, give oh, or take. But That's fine by me. This is great. All right. Where's my events sheet? Events sheet? That's not good. Ba-da-da. Actually, this one is completely fine because... Oh, wait. I have to switch layers real quick. As you are all chatting, the crowd hushes a bit as the Stavian coach pulls up, followed oh by a second Stavian coach. The princess, there we go, Ooh. emerges from the smaller of the coaches. The second coach, nobody departs, but... Princess Eutropia steps out, heads into the garden, shakes lots of hands and, and smiles, very polite, nods at you as she passes by with that sort of like, I have no idea who you are, but thank you so much for coming, sort of nod. Smile back, that's for sure. <laughs> Lady Moria, or Morilla, I'm not sure how you pronounce that actually, over here by the fountains, starts clinking her glass and helps Eutropia up onto the side of the fountain. After a few moments, she, she waves down the small talk in the crowd. She goes, My friends, colleagues, and assorted enemies, of course. It is wonderful to see you all tonight. Out here in all your finery, beneath the beautiful stars. With any luck, the weather will be, or will be the only thing that refuses to change this evening. We have all gathered here tonight to honor Master Calbio of Breezy Creek. And she motions across the gardens and there is a, a sweet looking gentleman looking completely out of place who waves politely to everybody. Throwing up the image of him right now. Oh yes, very sweet looking. We are here tonight to celebrate Master Calbio of Breezy Creek a master artisan and a true patriot for his exquisite skill and service to our glorious empire. Master Calbio demonstrates so eloquently that a heart may be noble regardless of the stature of one's birth. And while it may be premature, I hope to be the first to congratulate you, sir, on the exaltation you will see tonight and welcome you to the ranks of Taldor's long-lived aristocracy. But we gather here to discuss matters of state as well. And just as the exaltation reminds us that our glorious empire must always look out into the world to refresh the greatness of its leadership, we must all look out into the world around us and see how it has grown. The child nations that our empire birthed, Andoran, Cheliax, Last Wall, they have all grown strong by examining the great traditions they inherited from our motherland and embracing those relevant to this new world and discarding those that held them back. So too will we, this very night, examine one of Taldor's oldest traditions, primogeniture, with eyes wide open to determine whether it has held us back from the glory and stability our wayward states have found. Our obligation tonight is not about one person or one vote in the Senate. It is about the nation we love and about ensuring that nation does not fall behind the times. We are the inheritors of mighty Aslant, 
and I say that we must work together to avoid sharing that old empire's fate. Taldor endures! About half the audience responds with, Taldor endures! She continues on into some more stump speeches, basically. Well, that's going on. Give me some perception checks. Sure. Oh, eight. Sixteen. Twenty-four. Wow. Nineteen. Oh. I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> 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 Makes my job easier, though. Ari, Paramount, Ryan, notice one of the servants to one side of all of this goings on, sort of sidle up next to the apiaries, the uh, the beehives, and puts a little stick on top of it, some kind of little wrapped package, and then walks away. Can I sense motive on him? Sure, give me a sense motive. Well, that's a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly he forgot his wrapped stick. <laughs> well, I'll let him go about his day. <laughs> I turn to Param and I ask, "That, what, what's that stick doing? Is that a thing? Did you see that? Yes, yes I see. That is, that is quite a curious thing. Um, oh, may, mayhaps it's worth investigating. Should I go get it and give it back to him? Like, did he forget it? I think that's a grand idea. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, let's do that. All right, you walk over there. You know, all of a sudden, the bees are very agitated. Go ahead and give me... Is there anything in particular you'd want to use to try and not get stung as you, uh... Handle animal? (laughs) Uh, I'll let you use a wisdom or a dexterity check to uh, sidle in here and pick that up without getting yourself stung. Oh, dexterity for sure. Wait, sure. Paladin without a good wisdom score? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. Don't you even worry. (laughs) This will be fun. (laughs) That's a 19. Oh. Uh, Yeah, you you bob and jerk and weave a little. These bees are really pissed off, and they were just so chill like 15 minutes ago. But yeah, you pick this little package up. It's a little oily and it stinks but you have no idea well do you have knowledge nature or craft alchemy i do not you have no idea what this is someone has both of those i turn to uh (laughs) i turn to perim's character and i'm like what is this it smells terrible did you see the man who left this um we did i see the man who left this one of the servants uh, give me a perception check to recall any of the details about him, but... Okay, so we have a nat 20 plus 1. <laughs> oh, yes, it's the man who moved with the limp in his left leg that probably suggests a knee injury in childhood. Also, a small scar on his chin and uh, gold flecks in his otherwise brown eyes. I want to point out that individual if I can find them and, and, you know, just encourage our our walking diplomacy penalty in that direction. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, you can point him out relatively easily. He's heading back to the kitchen with an empty tray. Already, did you want to intercept? Sir? Sir? (laughs) I think you forgot your smelly stick. He starts walking very quickly and very deliberately away from you. Sir! <laughs> no, no, I start uh, to speed no. up. 
kind of hustling, <laughs> heading right for the kitchen door. Uh, do you move to stop him? Uh, I do. I, I don't think perhaps he heard me. <laughs> <laughs> he, so you, you like give a little tug on his sleeve and he, he puts his hands up and says, no, I, I didn't. Yes. May I help you? Hi. Do you need another wine? Oh, that would be lovely, but also you forgot your smelly sack. <laughs> it was making the bees very agitated. Oh, uh, oh, was it? Um, well, thank, thank you. Um, You're very welcome. He takes it from you and uh, puts it on his tray. Um, yes, I'll, I'll get you some more wine. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> And uh, hustles back into the kitchen. Uh, Vincenza, I need to. I need to make sure you're invited to every party I'm attending. <laughs> I'm just having a great time. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. The adventure continues next week. No Direction Adventurous is a production of the No Direction Network, found at NoDirectionPodcast.com. Adventurous plays on the Roll20 virtual tabletop and uses the War for the Crown Adventure Path Roll20 products provided by and available at Roll20.net. Sirenscape provided our theme song and background music. Check them out at Sirenscape.com. And thank you once again to our loyal patrons. If you would like to know more, check out Patreon.com slash NoDirection.